inside challenge. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I guess it's more of an insight. Or, well, it's a bit of both. A challenging <laughs> insight? <laughs> insight my challenge. Yeah. Uh, I find this, uh, it's interesting you talked about the, the um, <coughs> beginning, the ending, or sucking at meditation. I find that this time of year is a difficult time for me going into the darkness. sitting practice, I should say. Um, people tell me that I carry it through the day and carry it and look the part, I guess. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, or present, anyway. But, um, yeah, I just find it, it's interesting that I've seen this pattern over the last few years. That there's this time of period, you know, that was tough for me when I was going through what I went through before. This was a tough time of year, and so I, I guess I carried it through. It's still just kind of working its way out. It's easier every year. It gets easier this time of year. But it's an interesting revelation to see that maybe this is the time of year where I really got to work on just caring for myself and showing self-compassion. Slash challenge. Slash. Isn't this been your teaching that you needed to embrace for a long, long time, right? And this is all of our teachings as well, right? And like yeah, so a couple of things, right? So we're Canadian for all those people listening to the podcast. We're in Canada, Toronto, technically right now in Vaughan. Um, yeah, and so there's a lot of things, a lot of influences that happen right at this time period, be it the lack of sun, be it the cold weather, be it, you know, that you now got to take the extra 10 minutes to wrap up the little ones in snow suits, snow, right? And the shoes and the gloves, and now it's it's not easy, Right. Life isn't easy, just in general, right? Let it throw Canadian winters on top of it, and it's an extra beast, right? To wrangle and get our, our heads around and everything like this, right? And uh, and and this is uh, something that all of us go through, right? Our our schedules have to change, the time changes. I need to make time to I needed to make time to go get snow tires on my car, right? I need to drive differently. Um, the, to drive at night is more difficult now, um, you know. Yeah. It's an ever-adapting practice, and, right? And the practice in general helps us become sensitive uh, to life and how we are connected to it, right? And we believe, and you have to look at these subtle beliefs, is that, and even, right, from the from the minute that you wake up to the minute that you go to bed, is this body spaceship the same? It's a good way to look at it. Your body, you have a body spaceship traveling through so-called existence, right? And this body spaceship isn't separate from what we call life, and this body spaceship is prone to the external elements and the internal elements, right? They're all, there's no external and internal, but, right? But if we see that we have this body spaceship and it's ever-changing and it always, it needs maintenance, it needs fuel, it needs upkeep, right? You know, we can change the, right, the decals and the paint job on it, right? And we try to put in the good oil and everything, but, right, it, you know, it leans to the left, you know, 
<laughs> this is just how it is, right? It all, it's always leaning to the left, and you know, and that's what we just work with, right? We just work with that, right? And that um, certain times of year, especially, right? And this was the good thing, um, and probably something that, uh, not probably, like we have gotten uh, out of, is to be in harmony with the cycles of life, right? This time of year is, is to go quiet, is to go within, is to go keep it close with the home. You do less traveling, less interactions, because it's harder to travel, because the, you know, the roads are full up with snow and the conditions have changed, right? So that's why people usually, back in the day, stored up for this time of year, right? Preparing for this time of year, right? Because they knew they sort of, in essence, had to batten down the hatches, right? Us, as a society, that is uh, unfavorable, right, to go into that thing. Even to work with the harmonies of the moons, the seasons, or everything like this. We don't eat seasonally, right? We get from all over the world now, right? Everything, right? So the body, even though the body is influenced we do everything in our power to to go against natural rhythms. No, and there's no way. I, you know, during the winter season, I better get my avocados and my, right? Traditionally, it was like you'd go switch over to root vegetables and things that you could pickle and store and that could last and grains and, and stuff, smoked meats and everything like this to get you through this time period, right? And it's only within the short last hundred years, two hundred years, that we have changed our whole cycle as a species. And we're falling apart. We have more medicine and more sickness. Mm -hmm. Right? We have more luxury but more poverty. Right? We have more free time but less ease. Because we're no longer sensitive, right. right? The practice is a lot. I, I say it a lot. Like it's like I, I almost like I just keep going at it. Is that the practice and the teachings are about sensitivity, really? Like it's almost like a sensitivity training, right? Because you've been insensitive to life, to others, and yourself. And then, as you become more sensitive, then you see that there's no such thing as life, others, and self. It all just is this beautiful dance and movement and sway and rhythm. And what do we do? We stay in this fixed point. And right? And life is doing this. And what are we trying to do? Right? Nope. What do you think is going to win? You? Your puny little idea of control so then it's different right work with it right not against it right if the current is going that way just go with it right yeah if at this time of year your body spaceship says "Ooh, we need to go into maintenance mode this is a perfect time to do that then go deep and hard into that, right? Be sensitive to that, right? Maybe I need to 
I need to soften. This isn't like a hard Japanese Zen, only go straight, you know. <laughs> right? Which is very, like, it's good teaching for some people, right? I'll just say, not for me, right? What I find uh, is more fun. <laughs> Let's just make it like that. And more enjoyable is to flow and float and to ever be in harmony, right? And the only way to get there is to continually sensitize yourself, to see that you're part of something bigger than yourself, right? And that to continually stop believing that you're not, right? And that you need to fight against it, right? And that we see, oh, at this time of year, this is good. This is a good insight that you see. Oh, this is a pattern with my body spaceship. I noticed that at certain at a certain time of the month, um, like my biggest insights, revelations, or things like that, always happen within this three-day time window. Yeah. Always happen within it. So then when I noticed that pattern, then I opened up even more fully during that time. Right? To see. Oh, these are, I used to, what did I used to call them? My sacred days or something like this? I can't remember. Yeah. And then I know, like, oh, we're coming into this time, so let me be extra sensitive to, right, the teachings and the lessons and the insights, myself, this body, the people around me, right? Because I know, it's like, it was like a heightened sensitivity of time, right? No. So then I tuned into that. Oh. Right? And then I let go uh, right, and this is the other sort of equation to it is letting go of what you think it should look like. Right? Yeah, we need to have our goals and our ideals, right? And our targets, right? Yeah, this is good, but not to the point where we're so rigid, right? You have to think like a bamboo, right? Flex. The bamboo is still can be strong, but it can be beautiful swaying in the wind at the same time, and bending and leaning, right? So we need to see that and see those times, right? You can only be rigid for so long. You can only be still, stiff for so long. Even life shows you, okay, I challenge you, how long can you stand up? A day? Two days? Eventually life's going to win and it's going to sit your ass down. So it shows you all the time. Every day it shows you. You, you rise from the bed and you go about your life. Movement and laughter and sounds and sights. And then you, you lay back down. You rest. Right? Have you brought some in intention to that process? Right? Yeah, open-heartedness to that process, right? And really try to maximize, right, that sensitivity and those insights that you're getting about yourself during this time. When I'm relaxed, oh, my appetite comes back. Yeah. Right? Most times we've, I've meditated, I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So the practice is a sensitivity practice, right, to yourself, and the greater self of the world around you, right? And the ever dynamics that's changing around you, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lately, I've been telling people that um, that I'm a lover of life, right? and I'm just in love with life. Right? No, and when you're in love, everything is magic and beautiful, and everything just flows and sways. And no, and then you're sensitive and you connect with everybody and everything, and right? No, you'll be a lover of life. Right? No. And because uh, everything is relationship. Right? What's your relationship to this moment, to that person, this song, that feeling? Right? No. You're in a dance and you don't even know it. Right? So, you ever, you ever had a, a rigid dance partner? Maybe you were the rigid dance partner, right? Yeah. <laughs> Going back to those grade seven dances, right? Yeah. And over time, you got past your nervousness. You got past your awkwardness, right? And then you're like, oh my God, this can be beautiful. And I can be lost in the dance. And when I get lost in the dance and lost in the love, then you ever, kn- you ever watch other people watching lovers? They always smile. Yeah. It just affects everyone. I remember two years ago, Andy and I, we were in here in Mexico. And we have a thing, right? Like, you know how, like, tables, they have you sit like this? Like, your adversaries? So I always do my... And if I can, I always figure out a way to sit beside her so that we're always beside each other. Right? And close. And so we were at this uh, tap, tapenadas bar where they give you the little things. Tapas, tapas bar. Tapas bar. And, uh, and the tables were set up like adversaries, right? And I was like, what the? This is a night for lovers, right? Every night is a night for lovers. And so, so I went. And, <laughs> so, and then I sat beside her and I changed the table sideways and everything like this, right? And I was like, why would this? especially for tapas, you figure this would be that kind of experience, right? And uh, and so one of the other servers, like the hostess was there, and one of the other servers like came out and was like, looked at us, and it's just like totally shocked his whole world because what the hell's wrong with these people, right? And like the host was like, oh, don't worry about them, they're lavas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be a lover of life, right? Yeah, when you love, right? Then, then, from that place of love, then there's care, right? A wise love, caring, a softness, a melting, right? Melting. Within the Sufi tradition, they, they say, oh, I found my beloved. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Sufi's got it figured out, yo. <laughs> right? We're here talking about wisdom and compassion. They found the beloved sleeping within their own breast. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful tradition. It's a beautiful teaching. It's a softness, right? And they talk about that. They go on. They've given up the search, right? It was a futile search. They were fools because they were looking everywhere for love. They were looking everywhere for the beloved, right? But when I looked in the mirror, I found you. When I looked and touched my own heart, 
I felt yours beating. Right? It was beautiful. Yeah. So this, right? Our tradition is like this. It's a softness. A sensitivity. An openness. To ourselves. Right? And the more that we have that openness and sensitivity to ourselves, then the more that we can love more fully. Right? And love is fluid. Love is dancing around. Love is jumping on light poles and doing twirls. Right? It doesn't matter. If something gets in the way for love, it doesn't matter. Right? Yeah. So we become lovers of life. Right? And we become sensitive. And we adapt. And yeah, we, uh, we want to... We want to dedicate our time, right? No. We got our study. We got our quote-unquote practice, right? Yeah. But, like, you know, like this, shoulders up. This is not good lovers. No, at ease, right? That's why I like, you know, like that bodhisattva at ease. Just at ease, just like this. Leaning back. Hey. Yeah, I'm going to say it to everybody. But right now, I'm good. Right? At ease in every moment. Sensitive to every moment. Right? The foot at the ready. Right? She has her foot right there. Ready to pounce at any moment. Because knowing she made that great vow. To save all beings. Right, yeah. But, but maybe that means... To be at ease in that moment. Right? Maybe that's how you save all beings. Right? To be sensitive and welcoming. And that ease then inspires, oh, that person seems pretty relaxed <laughs> and at ease. Yeah, maybe I want to be like that. Oh, maybe I have the permission to let my guard down, to stop. Right? Yeah. And you'll see it in like certain teachings, right? Right? Oh, okay. Like everybody's like ready? Yep, gotta pay attention to the teaching, right? Gotta stay stiff. <laughs> I'm taking it all in. Blink. Right? And then like all right, let's uh, you know, let's take it easy for oh, okay. Woo <laughs> All right, right? Yeah. So yeah. It's all of our challenges. All of our challenges. Right? To be more and more. Oh. Yeah, what's that saying? You know, that there's you making plans and God laughing. Right? Now, this is uh, all of life. Yeah, like we wake up and, yeah, we got some plans. Right? And then just, uh, I just anticipate my life to go off the rails all the time. So when it does, I'm like, oh, there you are. You know, like, it's not a surprise. Oh, great, wake it. You know, like, and I just, I'm ready to respond. Because I didn't expect it to be anything than what it was. And so then I can just be like, oh, yeah, there's three days of dishes. Let's do them, right? You know, there's the laundry. Let's do it. Oh, the, the kids need extra attention today. Let's do it. The wife seems sad. That's, I can't say let's do it. <laughs> <laughs>
Right. And this is, right? We start, and we're, all, we're always, wherever we're at, is where it is. All right? No. So here it is. And it seems like what I want might be in friction to what life wants in this moment. Right? So we become sensitive to it. Not that we would let go of our, our standards or right and certain levels of expectations and, and levels of respect and stuff like this. Right? But we just look at all those times where it, where we're coming down hard, either on ourselves or on the people around us, and um, maybe that maybe a different approach is better. No. And we don't, right? We don't beat ourselves up about it, and we just, we just flow with what comes next, right? And if what comes next is to do less, right? Great. You honor your commitments, right? You got Dharma teacher training, so you got your homework, right? That's not a jab, <laughs> right? But again, so. Th- now it's changed, but now at the same time, now you have to negotiate a new, oh, hey, whoa, okay, like the environment has changed, but hey, guys, I've made these promises. So how do we make this work? Because we're in relationship, right? How do we continue to dance together, right? Because this is important to Daddy, right? Yeah, because this, this is a gift I want to give to you guys. And this is the gift then then hopefully then you guys can give to the next person because I, I think this is the greatest gift that we can give the world is to be fully awakened and embodied embodied awakening in every moment right you can be a better lover better father better mother better manager better everything yeah yeah and sometimes it'll take the people in your life a little time to see that And then life will throw winter in, right? Just like you had to adapt for summertime, right? You had to adapt your practice and everything like that. Summer, right? Each season, yeah. Especially for you, right? Because you're the young kids, you're a teacher. Um, yeah. Your wife just went back to work. Back to a different type of work, yeah. Right? And that's hard. Right? Boom. Right? So then it's, it's not a solo practice now. Now it's a together practice. Right? And then you can, you hold them, right? You're holding them on that Dharma wheel. Right? Right? You hold them. Hold them up. And they don't even know it. Right? And that you can embody... Right? Just holding them there. And they don't even know that they're being enveloped and influenced with the Dharma. Because at that point, you're just calling it love. Right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You guys want to meditate? Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm.